Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Michelangelo. It's Friday. Grab your shin guards, grab your cleats. It's time for one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. As you know, on Fridays, we go back into the archives of the Armstrong Getty Show. Found a really nice slice of life from Joe Getty. Now, many of us played soccer as a kid. I did, and a lot of my friends did, and I really enjoyed it. Except for the time that I forgot to wear shin guards, and that was a lesson. Never forget that. Very, very painful game. Long game. Getting kicked and kicked without shin guards is not fun. But if you're a new listener to the Armstrong Getty Show, Joe Getty, he was a licensed soccer coach. He used to coach his daughter's team. And he always talks about how he really enjoyed that. So we'll go back to 2011, and in this segment he talks about filling in for a uh, missing player and playing soccer with 12-year-old girls. And uh, how wonderful it is to be a licensed soccer coach. So Gladys, go ahead and hit the flashback harp, please. Couple of notes. There's hope for America's youth. You may know this. uh, I'm a licensed soccer coach. I'm I'm coaching uh, my little girl's team, and I don't talk about it much because the girl signed up to play soccer not to be talked about on the air, and I respect that. But by God, what a great group of young ladies. They just work so hard, and they're just good people, and it's great, and I love doing it. Uh... Yesterday, have you ever come across an unlicensed soccer coach? What sort of mayhem? Oh, God. I tell you what, I slap the ball right out off their foot when I find them. It's disgusting. What do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, so last night, one of the girls had to leave early, so we were a little unbalanced. So I played on one of the teams because we scrimmaged the last 15 minutes or so. Of the, and man, I, it was. Is it a chance to really dominate? It would be. <laughs> I got to believe Physically, you. especially. <laughs> I mean, if there's one ball and two of us, I'm winning that ball. 
There's going to be wreckage, frankly. Actually, I've got to I got to make sure I keep the ball low and don't kick it too hard because you can just take off their heads. They're little girls, for God's sake. I mean, they're becoming beautiful young women, but they're they're girls. Sure. Anyway, uh, so uh, I was very pleased because I haven't done much of that this year. Um, you know, I'd see a ball, I'd I'd pick it up and say, all right, I'm gonna give a little head fake, a little push out that way. I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna serve a long ball to that, and man, it would happen. It would happen. I still got it. I still got it, and it was fun to play, and I love playing the game. Then I wake up this morning, I feel like I'm falling off half dome. It's crazy. I can still get, I can, when I order it, it still happens. But then, oh, my God, this morning, and usually it's that second day. Tomorrow, they're going to wheel me in on a cart like I'm Hannibal Lecter. And people say, oh, my God, what happened? And you'll say, I spent 15 minutes playing soccer with 12-year-old girls. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I think you understand. I think you can understand while I'm in a wheelchair. And and when I say I fell off Half Dome, not like all the way down, like bouncing a couple of times. Well, the the little kids, God dang it, they're like bumblebees just swarming. They're like the, the wasps that threaten your very existence. Uh, just swarming around the ball, and they're all so dang cute. And it's no more soccer than if I wadded up a piece of paper right here and started kicking it around. But it's cuter than hell. Uh, our league president just sent out a great email about sportsmanship and the expectations of the league for the coaches, for the parents, how to treat the referees. A lot of these referees are teenagers themselves. They love the game. They're trying to help. Even the best referees in the world, in the World Cup, blow calls. We insist on sportsmanship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's nice. And clean up all your garbage after yourself. Great email, beautifully written. But we play in other leagues from other towns and stuff. It's unbelievable. These people just mean to kid refs, cruel to the other players. They'll start anything. They'll fight other people on sidelines. One of the things I'll never forget about playing youth soccer is one time we were playing this team and there was a parent on the sideline. You know, these are young kids. We're all young, maybe, I don't know, eight, nine, ten, something like that. And this parent is taking it so seriously and he's dropping F-bombs and S-bombs and just turning bright red and yelling at his kid and the team and the referee just blows the whistle and the whole game just stops. He, the ref just blew it as loud as he could. Looks over to the coach of the opposing team and says, either that man leaves or you're forfeiting this game right now. And the coach just motioned for that guy to get out of here. The guy just grabbed his stuff, grabbed his kid, and they went walking off. And uh, I felt so bad for that kid. I just thought how embarrassing that's got to be to have your dad get kicked out of a youth soccer game in front of your friends and teammates. Luckily, the referee was an adult. He was a big guy, and um, the guy just walked off with his kid. But today, I'll bet there would have been a fistfight. Nothing's worse than seeing a fat, out-of-shape guy yelling at his kid. If you're one of these people who believes, you know, just extend the hand of friendship, and people around the world will grasp it and (laughs) behave in harmony and beauty, you're just crazy naive. You're nuts. You need to go to a kid's soccer game and watch the, the people from the town where they still value sportsmanship play the the rougher part of town send around a memo say there's no such thing as second place just first loser i want to fight the referee if he blows a call and it's more like that yeah it's more just barbaric i don't know if we're gonna have sports in a word barbaric i don't know if we're gonna have sports barbaric you know if i homeschool uh i don't know i can i can i could create any sport i wanted this is what everybody plays it's called uh jack ball this thing and this, you have to hit this stick over to them, then that's very important you learn this. You run from the first to the third, then the second. Then when the blurgle ball stops bouncing, you've got to run for home bowl. <laughs> exactly. I thought you called it home platter yesterday, Daddy. Quiet! 
run another sprint. I, uh, adjusting to the uh, changing world of sports, I'm sure will be a learning experience. As uh, as I never had a parent attend to practice in my entire life, so I don't. Oh, yeah. even, I don't, that that is that that concept is new to me. When I was a kid and playing soccer, nobody's parents stayed. None of the kids wanted their parents to stay. The whole idea was you were doing something without your parents. You were, you know, being grown up. You're doing your own activity with your own coach and your own teammates, and that's the way it was. And then it was only at the games where the parents would come, and it was a special event. And they'd bring snacks for the kids. The idea of parents staying and watching, none of the kids wanted that, including me. My parents always dropped me off. And then after uh, practice, it was usually like an hour, hour and a half. They'd come drive back and pick me up. It's important for kids to have their own activities and their own friends and go off on their own, and that's how they grow. Yeah. I've actually had parents say, is it okay if I drop the kid off and go do stuff? And I always tell them, yeah, I don't need you here. I got the medical form. I'll take your kid to the hospital. And I never have, by the way. They're going to be perfectly fine. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, is that a lot the of parents reason? enjoy the socializing. They sit around, they chat. For that an hour. won't be me. So that's so the reason. What are the reasons they hang around? One, I watching your kid do his thing. That's that's a reason. I, I've Although had people, people express to me they feel terribly guilty if they just drop the kid off. Wow. I'm like, no, don't feel that. I'm going to teach him how to play soccer. I don't need you here for that. So back in the day, when, I don't care if you're here or in Tennessee for that hour, hour and a half. So back in the day, when parents were in theory more involved, and I don't know if they were or not, or in your case they were or not, but it seemed normal to drop your kid off at a sports practice and then go. I, I rode my bike. Do whatever you're going to do. If anybody's parent ever stuck around to watch, I would have thought that is weird. Yeah. Why, hey, Jimmy, why are they hovering like that? You can't practice without your dad watching. And I don't know. Why are you always picking on Jimmy? Yeah, poor little Jimmy, just because he's not as talented as you. I've always admired the approach that Joe Getty had towards coaching girls' soccer. He was very involved with it for quite some time, and he really enjoyed it. His philosophy was to be encouraging and let the girls have fun, not to take it too seriously. It's funny because I just saw the movie King Richard, which stars Will Smith. Um, Yeah, the guy who slapped Chris Rock. Anyway, but the movie was good, and I enjoyed it. But people need to remember that that story, while it was very cool, is the exception to the rule. Very, very few people are playing pro sports. Very, very few people compete as pro athletes. It's the best of the best. And even though you think your kid is really great, when they're going up against other athletes, most likely they're going to find out that, yeah, they're not that great. So while it worked out for Richard Williams, chances are it will not work out for you. So when you're watching youth sports and you're watching your kid out there, just relax. Let them play. Let them have fun. And if they want to pursue it more because they really like it and really want to go for it, then be encouraging. But I really would encourage a backup plan because the idea that my kid's going to be a pro athlete and make me lots of money is not a good one. It just takes one blown knee to suddenly realize that, uh, yeah, my kid's not going anywhere. So if your kid's playing youth sports, just relax. Watch it. Enjoy it. Try not to put pressure on them. Anyhow, that was a little slice of life. Classic slice of life. From Joe Getty back in 2011, when he was a girls soccer coach. I'll look for more tidbits this week, and maybe I'll share some of them next Friday with you. Until then, well, I guess that's it.